is up, Teenager Tuesday? What up, what up? My name is Elijah Keck. I'm the student pastor at the McKinney campus. Yes, and I am Jerry Nickerson, the student pastor at West Campus. Jerry, what do we have for these parents today? We got some good stuff, Elijah. I wanted to first let you guys know that we got some slang words for you. The slang yes. words of the week. Slang words of the week. Elijah, you ready for this? I'm ready. Test me. Test Here me. Here we go. First one, kickback. What's a kickback? Okay. If you're like kicking it. Uh-huh. I think it's like a party. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, like, like a, a small, intimate party. Yeah. Maybe a little drinking, maybe a little something, something, you know, maybe. And All then right. okay, number two. CU46. So if that's like if someone texts, if that's you see right. that as a text. You see it as a text, CU46. I mean, that can only be one thing. I mean, it's really close. CU4 CU for sex. sex. Oh, he said it, not me. <laughs> uh, we both said it, actually. All right, number three, ghosted. Man, don't ghost me, bro. Yeah, I've heard this before. Um, pretty much, what is that? Yeah, ghosting is like whenever you like ditch somebody, you stop <coughs> talking to them, you cut them off, and it's like, oh, I thought we were cool. I thought we were friends, and they ghosted me. Yeah, you, know what I'm you just completely don't respond to anybody. Right. <clears throat> Ooh, what's next? Number four, low-key versus <coughs> high-key. I actually say this all the time. Low key, <laughs> low key. I say this all the time. Uh, I mean, pretty pretty simple. Uh, low key is something that is not known, not not common, mm-hmm. not often known by people. Yeah. So it's, you're keeping it low key. Um, high key is like, yo, he out here. They are out here repping this right. high key. They're yeah. all about it. Very known, very loud about it. Yeah. All right. Number five, receipts. Receipts. Okay, receipts. that's something you get from the store. That is. That is. That's actually Easy. correct. Yes. But receipts is kind of like the evidence, right? Like if you're like somebody was messing with you, kind of yeah. talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, I was saying, I was telling somebody that uh, in high school I played varsity basketball and I had a game where I shot, I made 30 what? points and they said, yo, show me the receipts. Show ooh, me the receipts. Ooh. And I was like, what do you want me to, I mean, what receipts can yeah, I yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's pretty much like, yeah, what evidence do you have? What evidence? Gotcha. To show us. Yeah, yeah. And last but not least, POS, and it's not... A, a negative one. Yeah. POS look different how they say it. Yeah. Um, but what is that one? If you see POS on a text message, it stands for parent over shoulder. Pretty oh. much watch what you're saying. Don't say anything that's going to give anything away that that's we're right. up to. That's right. POS. Yeah. It's Super like simple. Alert, alert. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to go into another part of our culture. Um, and we're talking about Snapchat streaks, a.k.a. Ooh. what I like to refer to as Sin Chat. Because honestly, <laughs> Snapchat's more about sinning than really any other things. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's why it was made in the first place. So yeah, um, one of the things tough. that a lot of teenagers love about Snapchat is Snapchat streaks. They love the ability to continue to send selfies, pictures of the wall, pictures of anything random, just for a little number um, with a bunch of different people. And Lord knows who all these people are that probably aren't really their friends. Yeah, the other night we had a student over at our house and she sent a Snapchat and I said, who are your Snapchat? And she said, oh, it's just streaks. And I was like, what does that mean? She's like, I don't really know the guy. We just we, we just snap each other. Yeah. And I'm like, so you've never even had a conversation. They have been 50 days, more than 50 days on streaks. They don't even know each other. Yeah. Just sending pictures of their face, pictures of the wall, like you said. So that's a common thing that your students are, yeah. are going to be going through is like, hey, it's just we're, we're not really friends. They're not really they don't really know each other, but they are friends in a way because of Snapchat. Yeah. And you have no idea what someone else is going to send your student. So it's kind of like one of those things that, man, Snapchat is kind of sketchy in that sense. So just be mindful of that. Be mindful of Snapchat and some of the things that Snapchat will do. I mean, Snapchat. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have kind of this idea of humor as a coping mechanism. I was reading a, a study on, I don't I can't remember the website, but it was, it was the New York Times. It was talking about how 70% of students use humor as a coping mechanism mm, now yeah, yeah. Uh, compared 
compare it to 10 years ago where it was only 40%. And I think a bit, I, I do this all the time. Mm. I think a big part of this is what the TV shows that I've watched, but yeah. also the TV shows and stuff that your, your students are watching. And it isn't just saying they're like, they're just using humor to get out of things, mm-hmm. but they're using humor in serious situations. So yeah. a family member passes away and they make a joke about it or right. they say something about it to kind of lighten the mood to, for themselves yeah. to cope with that situation. Because yeah, they don't want to deal with that pain. It's awkward. It's like, man, instead of dealing with it or understanding the gravity of it, they'd rather not feel that. And so yeah. they kind of make it laugh, make a joke about it. More people may hopefully like them. So yeah. it's uh, it definitely is something that um, shows like South Park, shows like Family Guy, shows like even The Office. The we office, talked about yeah. like a dry humor. Uh, things like that can lead to people coping with it in that way. Yeah, and I don't, I don't. It's not even necessarily like their own situations, but it can be for other people's situations mm-hmm. of you know war or racism or these yeah. things that they can the kind of make light of, yeah. make light of because it can be funny or it can be something that they're they're just mm-hmm. like they don't really understand it fully. Right. So I would say this: if your student, if you see your student doing this a lot, uh, I'm not saying every time they do it because it's common. I do this all the time, but if you see a student doing this a lot, maybe maybe ask them about like, hey. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Like, do you actually think that um, that would be a good question for you to ask? Yeah. Uh, next up, this is something that is happening a lot uh, now, oh. and this is a kind of a newer term, uh, mainly for college, but it's also happening uh, in high schools. Mm-hmm. It's called hookup culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, hookup's not a new term, but yeah. <laughs> um, hookup culture, it, what, what, do you have any idea what that is? Um, I believe hook up something with fishing, correct? Yes, you yeah, hook, it's, it's yes, fishing. for sure. Um, but I think it's more, obviously, it has to do with having sex, um, hooking up, and it's not really like you have a relationship even so. It could just be that you hook up with somebody. You just, man, we're just doing one specific thing, and that's why we're together. Yeah, I was listening to this YouTube video of a psychologist talk about this hookup culture and kind of why students are doing this, and a big part of it is because of stress. Mm-hmm. So the average age of students having sex for the first time was used to be 16, and now it's 17, mm-hmm. um, mainly because stress. Like yeah. this idea of I don't want to be in a relationship because mm-hmm. that's going to cause too much stress for me. I don't want to mm-hmm. deal with that. And now it's become almost easy to mm-hmm. just – Hey, we can just hook up. Yeah. And yeah. there's no strings attached, nothing, right. nothing. I don't have to worry about it. And it's not just guys, this is girls. Mm-hmm. They are dealing with this idea, not just in themselves, but at their school, this pressure of like, hey, it's just sex. It's just yeah. hooking up. Yeah. No big deal. Right. Uh, which really takes a lot of the intimacy out of it either way, but also, you know, destroys the really the purpose and meaning of what sex is, especially yeah. as Christians, what we believe it is, is supposed to be. Right. So um, one last thing. Uh, we did this isn't a Hope student survey, but we were at a conference mm-hmm. uh, called Motion Conference, and one of the guys was talking about this uh, this article that's in Feed, which is a what you know what Feed is? Yeah, like it's hard to describe. Feed's like an organization basically where their whole goal is to equip and love on students to equip leaders to be able to reach this generation, the Gen Z generation. And so it's really cool resources, feed.bible, if you want to check it out. They have a great resources for you guys yeah. as parents and, and just leaders. It'd be awesome. So Yeah, well, in, in, in this survey that they did, they did a survey of all these high school students and middle school students, and uh, they asked this question, who is the most impactful and influential person in your life? Mm. And, you know, I think as student pastors, so many times it's easy to think that we have a lot of influence or the mm-hmm. small group leaders have so much influence or celebrities and mm-hmm. all these people. But by far, 85 percent said that their parent was wow. the most influential person in their life and yeah. influential in the fact of like who they become is based off who their parent is. Wow. And so that means a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that means a lot. It does. And it, you think about, man, show me your friends, show you your future, that quote. But you also think about who you're hanging with. 
they're with you a lot of the time. They're in your home. They're in your environment. And so what you're teaching them, what you're showing them affects who they will become. Yeah, so, it matters. It really like the does. The way you don't just leave it to a celebrity. Don't don't leave it to a youth pastor yeah. to to make them the person that you want them to be. Absolutely. You step up lead them in that way. Know that the things you say, the things you do, the way you show them how to live life mm-hmm. matters to them. Yeah. And it, it's like they, they think that you are such an impactful person on their life. Yeah. So, hey, I, I believe this, that you can do this. You are not no alone. alone. God is with you and so are we. Yes. So we love you. Hey.